When you were a kid, did you want to be an astronaut? A crossing guard? Sometimes our dreams feel a little all over the place, but we're not alone. In fact, McDonald's created an education platform, APA Next, with all the resources Asian Pacific American students like us need to navigate the next steps, or even figure out what they are. With streaming workshops on college admissions and more, a lot of the work is done for us. Come take a look at apanext.com and decide what's next for you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Show 247 on November the 3rd, 2022. The World Series is going on. Before we get going here, we got a special guest on the show for a little bit here. Uh, Jasper, how you doing with your Blue Jays hat on? Good, how are you? Did you lose a bet to wear that hat? No. Just curious. That's why it has your big league chew. There you go. I got a question before we get to uh, who we hate the most, but actually I got two questions. One, what do you think uh, this is for both of you? What do you guys think of those uh, Philadelphia Phillies uniforms? Amazing. They're so awesome. Those are great. Like, <laughs> those are great. Why they don't just wear those all the time is kind of a mystery to me. Yeah, I don't know why they gave up the burgundy for the red, anyways. But uh, this this powder blue burgundy is is and right up my alley. With the stripe down the side of the pants, the whole bit, the uh, the big P on the side that that is a nice look. The helmets, the whole bit, I think it's one of the nicest looks in baseball. They Agents almost they actually they actually might usurp my uh, affection for the uh, for the San Diego Padres jersey, uh, uniforms. Uh, question number two, I got for you both is do you consider last night's game a uh, a no-hitter, or did the Phillies just not get a hit? Um, I'll go last. I don't know. I, I think it's an absolute joke. Phillies didn't get a hit. That's not a no-hitter. That's a, that's a shared shutout in my mind. Because all over social media and even last night, they were comparing it to Don, Don Larson's uh, perfect game, uh, and it's not even it's not even close. It's not. And even you and I will get close. into it once. You and I will yeah. get into it once the PG uh, thirteen. Yeah, it's not even close. I mean, the the it was more. It was a uh, no hits, whatever. Uh, but it was not. It's it's not a no hitter in my eyes. It doesn't compare to Don Larson and the the perfect game him and Yogi Bear, and you've seen that a, t- a thousand times. And Jasper, I got a question for you. Uh, what's your thoughts on Alex Bregman? Garbage. He's so bad. <laughs> the reason I brought you brought Jasper into him because we're uh, into here tonight because we were watching the game upstairs. Um, and uh, Bregman came on and he told me how much he hated Bregman. And I said, so does Duskin. 
He's a he's a heck of a player, but I can't stand the guy. Like I just can't stand. He's got a very punchable face, in my opinion. So Jasper and his friend were at the dollar store, and I'm going to let him tell you this story now from here. Speak loud. Go um, ahead, Jasper. So we were at the dollar store, and then we found some Alex Bregman gloves. So we took them home, and then we started wrecking them all up, and we started stomping on them, <laughs> cutting them up. And just beating them up. Voodoo they bought, dolls. They bought Alec Bregman gloves, gloves yeah. to wreck. Like and a to- voodoo doll. Who knows? It might it might still work. Who knows what's going to happen here? But I, I'm not a Bregman guy. Deanne felt the same way. We were watching the game last night. And, of course, he got a double and la-da-da-da-da. And he, he's a good player, but he has a very punchable face. And he's he's a, he's the remnants of that, that 2017 cheating <laughs> remnants and the whole thing. I have forgiven but I'll never forget. I, I, I'm not a Bregman fan. I don't know. I don't know one person that I, like I talked to a lot of people throughout the baseball world that likes Alex Bregman. I don't know one person. I don't mind them. Like all, like all, when all you do is slap doubles in the world series, that's a good thing. No. You're still Alex Bregman. <laughs> You're still Alex Bregman, exactly, Jasper. That's the smartest thing. I've, I've talked to a lot of grown, grown up adults, grown ass adults. I'm going to swear a little bit. Uh, throughout the day about baseball. And that's the smartest thing I've heard about baseball today. He's still Alex Bregman. There's no getting around that. 100%. Thanks for joining joining us for the first segment, Jasper. It's time for the adults to talk, though. Thanks, Jasper. We'll talk to you later on. Bye. Anyways, Dave, we'll (laughs) talk to you. Jasper, we'll talk to you again. Uh, Before we get going, Dave, uh, well, let's get into what kind of beer you got going on tonight. What's happening now with your beverage of choice? What's happening? I'm Big Sky Brewing uh, Mixer Pack. This one is Summer Honey. Once again, cool can, cool beer. Um, it's a seasonal ale. It's, it is a, it ha- is a honey thing. I'm assuming it must be a little bit like uh, one of those honey ones you had a little bit. Yeah. It's, this one's delicious. I wish it was sunnier outside. Because this is a summer drink them all beer. Well, that's what I went with today. I went with People Skills Patio Ale from Tool Shed Brewing in Calgary. I kind of went the same thing. It's been kind of well winter hit. To, I think this one's this one's staying for good as much as it does compared to how we were kids. But I, I went with a, uh, a a patio ale, fantastic summer kind of kind of a beer, and just to kind of lighten things up a little bit because uh, man, uh, and I got it. I went to Tool Shed because our friends from. Uh, Bow River Brewing, a Movember thing with one of their employees, and da 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 da. It's a partnership they got going with with uh, Toolshed Brewing. So I went with them tonight, and so that's what I, I got going on uh, here tonight. Uh, you hate to kind of go into some negative stuff, Dave, but it's it's tough to not go into some negative things, and we'll lighten things up as the as the show goes on a little hit a little bit here, but. Um, there's some negative stuff going on in the sports world and it kind of, it, it happens a lot more than we like it to. Um, but the one thing that I, that caught my earballs um, is Kyrie Irving and Dan Snyder and the like, and things that are going on in the sports world with uh, it's filled with, ne- there's negative stuff going on. Uh, I mean, it's throughout the world. When it, Dave, when is it time that fans of a sport, just say that's enough with these guys. I'm not paying for tickets. I'm not watching the games. I'm not doing it anymore. When these guys are still making millions and millions of dollars and they're being complete, for lack of a better term, assholes. 
<clears throat> that's a tough question to answer. Like, um, first of all, on the owner side with Dan Snyder, like I've said it before, and and it sounds like I just read an article today that he actually might be volunteering uh, to sell the Commodores. Um, when he takes a, 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 I'll call it a corner piece franchise, it was so respected and so successful. And the 25 years that he's owned that team, he's nickeled and dimed and turned it into garbage. And he's still going to sell that thing for six million, six billion bucks. Well, yeah, he so, bought it for eight hundred fifty million. Now he's he's going to uh, sell for four and a half to five million. The Denver Broncos went for four or whatever it was. The the the, the Commodores, as you like to call him, Lionel Richie and the Commodores, and we shouldn't branch Lionel Richie into the end with that guy, but. Uh, He's going to turn a profit of four billion dollars, or three and a half billion dollars, or four billion dollars. So, it's it's pretty ridiculous that that can happen. And I, I just like the, this guy's rap sheet. I finally did a little research on this guy today. Two thousand nine multiple um, sexual uh, assault allegations, um, making cheerleaders be uh, dance topless uh, at a booster thing. Um, the, the toxic workplace environment, making people sign uh, non-disclosure agreements, making people sign agreements that they can't sue him at any point post um, post employment, like, giving if, if, money from the owners, separate yeah, uh, bank accounts, making uh, making people who were in, in, in two thousand nine, he was making people who were losing their homes and everything else who couldn't fulfill their season ticket agreements, making them pay the fines. Like just just awful stuff. When they still had a, a season ticket uh, holding list of two two hundred thousand people. This guy's got billions of dollars in the bank, and he's still doing this stuff. Why? Like why? Like there's no way you could like a team that much where the owner, who's the the, the kingpin of it all, he, where you're still gonna like the, the franchise. I don't understand it. Like what, when does it end? Like when do you go? I can just cheer. I can cheer for a different team. You know, I think, in, uh, and I'm happy for all the Commodore fans out there that it is ending. It is ending soon. Like when I say soon, he's been at the, at his this uh, dog and pony show for the last twenty odd years. Within the next five, you're going to have a new owner. Like uh, something I read today, like he was even looking to build a smaller stadium. Like and charge more. And charge more, like for season tickets, because like there's empty seats at Washington games now, and 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 when you think back to the Joe Gibb, Joe Theismann, uh, uh, not Doug Flutie, Doug Williams, Mark Rippon days when they were winning Super Bowls with all those guys, it was it was an envy. It like they 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 were the envy of of. The NFL for a couple. Well, of years this ago. goes back a lot of years now, Dave. But do you remember those mesh shirts? Uh, the, the 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 belly. The, you oh know yeah, what I'm yeah. About, yeah. The, mesh the, shirts? the big huge holes. Yeah. Beisman was one of those yeah. ones back in the day, mm-hmm. and, and there was a lot. And uh, like I got an old Redskins hat from back in the day too. Um, like there was like the Redskins were one of the premier franchises. And the way this guy has just drugged this thing down, but people keep going to the games and keep giving him money. Like, but not what, anymore. Not they, even not, they, not as much anymore. Uh, but like when when do, do your morals your 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 own internal morals take over and say, I can't cheer for this team anymore? And like this is going on 20 years now. So it's a generation, right? So you're when, speaking sorry, go ahead. So when do people go, I really can't do this anymore, man? Well, you're talking to someone that has divorced a team, right? Yeah. 
So, you know, I would have checked out like easy 10, 15 years ago. And that's what I don't understand. Well, I do understand because you're a fan of it. It's something you love. It's something you did with your dad or mom or or, or your family. And, and you go to Redskin games. And then if you couldn't go to the Redskin games, you made sure you were uh, uh, having some kind of event uh, at the house. And you're always watching it. And you were rewarded with Super Bowls and, and consistent and ethical trying to win. Like... Uh, like just just a, a pursuit of the franchise that you that everybody was pulling in the same direction and doing it the right way. And then when this POS got a hold of the team, he uh, he bought it as obviously a revenue thing because that's all that mother has done for the entire time. I like how you uh, caught yourself there. That was very impressive. Uh, <laughs> that that's what he's that's what he's done since owning this franchise. And just using it as an ego stroke and something how to how to bilk and nickel and dime, and you know, and that's what I don't understand sometimes too. Like maybe that's how they get to to be billionaires. You nickel and dime enough nickel and dimes, and all of a sudden you got an extra million dollars in the bank. Pennies make dollars, man. Pennies make dollars, and that's one thing I haven't learned uh, to to save those pennies to make a bunch of dollars. But or or maybe Dave, maybe it's as simple as. You, you, you got a, a, a fan base and there's lots of fan base out there and there's all kinds of different fans. And I, 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 I envy people um, who, when the game's over, they just turn it off. Like they're passionate before the game starts. They, they're, they're, they enjoy it. They get a beer, they eat some wings with their buddies. The game's over team one team lost. They turn it off and then go to work next day. Maybe it's, it's that simple that more people just do that. And and they, they, they don't get the, the behind the scenes stuff that, in the big picture, they can't do anything about. Do you know what I'm getting at? Oh, I 100% do. And, you know, and that's where I have found myself going the last 15 to tw- uh, 15 years for sure is uh, becoming a sports fan, not a fan so much of the fort, the, the, the team, because obviously there's, there's franchises and teams I like more than the other ones. But at the end of the day, those guys aren't putting food on my plate. Um, and and like big picture, <laughs> they're actually taking it off my plate. To be honest with you, sometimes, <laughs> right? So <laughs> exactly, right? You know, I put it in big picture. You know, when I go to like, yeah, like like it's as simple as that. When I go to a bar with a couple friends to watch the World Series game, whether I have a team in the race or anything, they're not giving me twenty percent off on beers because I'm a fan of the team. I'm spending money to watch you play. Right. And, yeah. and, and, you know, which, which is fine. I'm not belly aching about that. It's just, it, it, it costs everything costs money. And then, and, and then that's, it, it's just what it is. And, and then some people have owners have figured it out a lot more than us. And, and they're going to like, you don't know, turn those nickels and dimes because if you got a million nickels and, and a million dimes, you're doing okay at the end of the day. You're doing all right. And you, you go to the, then you go to the other side of the thing where an ownership group, did, like the ownership group didn't do anything about, uh, like Kyrie Irving had some anti-Semitic remarks and uh, not remarks per se, but he posted a, a, a movie on social media that's on, I don't even care what, what it was on. I didn't watch it. Uh, talking about how the Holocaust was a farce and blah, blah. And nobody did anything about it. And New York or, and Brooklyn has a, a rather large uh, Jewish community and everything else. And nobody did anything about it um, because, you know, the, the uh, these players associations are so big and they can't really do anything. The league couldn't do anything. And this guy's a superstar. 
when does a team and they the the the, the Nets finally did, did it about two hours ago where they said that's it you're not playing for five games I mean the guy sat out last year and forgave 34 million dollars so it doesn't much what's five games to him and find him 500 grand when does a team on that note or the league or whatever and it's it's and when do they just say enough's enough, man? Like you, you gotta go away. We the the Nets that we lost with you, and we'll lose without you. When do they just cut their loss and say see you later? Well, here's what I'm gonna say about this. I don't know much about NBA basketball. Like I'm I'm clearly on record. I don't either. But I I just know about morals. I don't know who the and the owner of the Brooklyn Nets is. I don't know who the GM of the Brooklyn Nets is. But fuck the Brooklyn Nets, right? Yeah. Fuck them off. Fuck yesterday. Fuck off. Today, the reason they're doing it today is because they're getting so much backlash. Yeah. If they had any kind of fucking two, balls, two middle-aged white dudes in in in, in their their homes in Lethbridge, Alberta, are talking about that's why that's why it's getting the backlash. Getting now. This is this is reactionary. Yeah. Like go like they're now so they're running their their. Uh, they're running their their franchise by by polls now. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, like, it's a Twitter I, poll. I, I should, should we? It. Should we or shouldn't we? That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, that's not how you. That's not how you do run any kind of organization to see what everybody thinks. Because you know what happens when you listen to what the fans think. You you end up being like. Cleveland Browns or like now the Brooklyn Nets. Like well, we, we did it, Kevin okay. Durant and Kyrie Irving and the big bearded bastard. And, and, James, they, and they, they still can do anything with it. James Harden, you can't do anything with that and hire Steve Nash. And then you give Steve Nash the like, no, Kevin Durant, we're not firing Kevin And then Nash fire him five games in. And then fire him in, is, in yeah. the middle of this. Like, get a hold of yourself. Like, so now this is just a shiny toy the owner bought. And then realize, like, holy cow, people actually care what happens with this new shiny toy I bought. I just bought a toy, and now I got all these millions of people telling me what I got to do with my toy. Well, you you wonder if that would have happened if it was, say, the the Knicks, like the backlash that would have happened was the Knicks, which is New York's team compared to Brooklyn, right? And and the Knicks are more of a national team than the Brooklyn Nets are. You wonder, like, how quick the backlash would have been otherwise. Like did, did this did this Nets guy just think it was going to go away because uh, we're Brooklyn we're we're the little sister or little brother I guess like it's like it, it, it's it, it, have the have the Nets turned into a situation like our our friend of the fan in the van says uh, uh, Cleveland's going to Cleveland are, are the Nets turned into that or Nets are going to net I I don't know I don't follow basketball close enough and, and it seemed like you know the the owner or GM or whoever was they obviously that's a big swing. Um, bringing Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden uh, in in and they should have they should have won championships. They yeah, should've. and and because you got a guy that don't care in Harden, you got a guy that's an absolute wingnut, a flat earther like Kyrie Ir- Irving. He's, there's all kinds. Of, he thinks he was, he's just, like we talked about the smartest guy in the room before. This guy thinks he's the smartest guy on the planet. He was a flat earther before he was an anti-vaxxer, before he was an anti-Semite. So there's always something with that kid. Go and away. obviously he has ridiculous basketball th- things. And then you got Kevin Durant, who cares too much about what everybody has to say. Like and cares how, too like, much about getting points for himself and being being the best player. Like he, the guy's uber talented. Like from what I watch and I hear more from Jim than anybody else about how, how great Durant is, uh, it's crazy how the 
how in the NBA the inmates run the asylum. It, it's absolutely ins- insane. It, it, and it, it, it's crazy and it, to me. Yeah, and if you don't have the right combination of of people pulling, like it's it's just your top guy's got to be a. I hate to use this, but an Uber male. To, what? To- Not even that. Like I don't care who you have on the on the on the on the team on the court on the ice. If everybody's not pulling the boat, the oar in the same direction, you're not going to succeed. No, and that's what it is. And if you can't, like, you can have, you can have a team of five alphas. As long as those five alphas are pulling the oars in the same direction to a common goal. But when you got idiots like those three, fuck that. What would Dave, this is a total hypothetical, and that's what podcasts are, and it's what, what makes our show kind of uh, kind of pretty good, uh, third rate or fourth rate or fifth rate or who knows what rate it is, but um, I love hypotheticals, and that's what uh, Sports Bar talks all about. What would it take for your team, the Denver Broncos, the team you're most passionate about, for you to go, that's it, man. I'm out. I'm not. I'm Taking the jersey <laughs> off the wall, I'm I'm selling the shit. I I'm not doing it. Like I'm not watching this crap no more. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's possible because I am I'm jaded enough. I'm already once divorced, um, and I don't want to divorce another team because I do derive. What it's like most 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 uh, most men and women again. The second divorce is the embarrassing one. Um, the Denver Broncos, and so I I don't invest as much as I used to back in the day. We we had some technical difficulties there, uh, Dave. What would it take for you, fifty-two year old male or fifty-one year old male, whatever it is, <laughs> over fifty, uh, to say, yeah, I'm good. Broncos were out. Second divorce of your life. Um, I don't think like there, obviously there is a scenario out there and I don't know what it is. I don't know if we're ever going to come to it, but I've already divorced a team that I shared a lot of joy cheering for that being the Edmonton Oilers. I also have a lot of joy. I had the privilege of watching the Broncos win uh, three championships in my life uh, with two different quarterbacks. Um, I, I'm a little skeptical of uh, being owned by someone who also is a partial owner of Walmart, but that's, that's, that's something I cannot control. I'm going to see how things play out. Um, um, I don't, I don't see a situation where I might divorce the Denver Broncos, but it might happen. It, well, anything can happen, right? I mean, uh, it would take something that I like. I we were complaining about if the if ownership was, you know, if there was, if it was a player that was doing some behind the scenes stuff that wasn't, uh, you know, uh, above above grade and about, um, and the organization didn't do anything about it right away. And if it was something atrocious and hideous that they say you don't play here anymore, you don't deserve to wear this uniform anymore. If the, if if they they became, because in general your team doesn't win every fucking year, anyways, right? So, Impossible. Yes. So so they don't. So I I would, I would rather see integrity and and morality and everything else because they're, they're like my team didn't win this year, so I'm going to watch next year. Like if the Yankees were having a a, a decent year. Uh, and going to the playoffs and let's like, look, 
I'm I'm not going to say a name. Let's say Jake Winters, the third baseman for the Yankees. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not making comparison to Donaldson at all. But if the third baseman Jake Winters was doing something um, unsavory, was caught doing whatever, and the Yankees did nothing and put a championship above, say, um, a, a woman, a sexual harassment, or sexual assault, blah blah, whatever it could be. I'm not blah blahing sexual assault by any means, but. Um, if the Yankees put that about winning above human beings, that's when I'd be like, you know what? I can just, I can cheer for the Jays. Well, that's what happened with me and the orders. It was management and ownership that turned me off. Never any of the players. You know, if it's, if there's, if they start to just, uh, and I, and I don't even care so much about winning and losing, but, but having a good product on the field is more important to me. Cause like I said, you can't, you, you can't expect your team to win every year, but, morality and everything else and, and like i'll watch a game like i watch games wichita state versus kansas and baseball it doesn't matter who plays and it uh if the yankees were to pull something like that they just swept things under the table that's when i would probably be like you know what it ain't worth it like it's the ch- you'll always have your championship memories you'll have your good memories to go into games and stuff but in the future i'll just cheer for somebody else or i'll just i'll just cheer on cheer cheer for the game and I and I don't understand why people just uh, don't do that more. Like you can bellyache all you want and and call into radio shows. I listened a lot, a lot the last couple of days, well for the last couple of years, and how people will bellyache but still keep giving that guy money. You know, it, it's odd to me. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that it, it, it's you know I'm I'm willing to give, but like I'm also far more tempered now in how much emotion I'm willing to give and spend on, on my given team. Like I don't live and die by them anymore. I'm willing to like, I, the game they won against Jacksonville. It's like, fuck this. You're not going to wreck my day. I'm not going to sit there and watch, watch you guys struggle. I'm going to go and do my thing. And then, you know, I was rewarded at the end with a combat, a game winning drive. you know? So it's the little things I'm taking hearted and I'm not letting the shit, drag me down and 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 wreck my day wreck my week or whatever it is yeah because and you think about it it ain't sportscast telling people not to watch a sports podcast tells you not not to watch sports and not to care about it but it's uh it puts things but in you pers- can care like i care about all sports it puts things in perspective watch- pretty uh-huh. heavily when when you, you you see a group of human beings i shouldn't say a group when you see select human beings, that's a better way of wording it. I should have worded that the other way. You see select human beings not give a shit about who actually puts money in their pockets. And that's that's probably that that's when I would go, you know what? I'm out. That, that's you know, what, and it it makes me wonder about a, a franchise like the Brooklyn Nets, who are fairly like obviously they were the New Jersey Nets and they moved to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and like what kind of fan base do they have? I can't imagine them having a a loyal fan base and, well, it's, and probably- it's, 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 it's very short term. Right. And then if you lived in Brooklyn, you were probably a Nets or, or, or a Knicks fan to begin with. Right. So you, you're trying yeah. to get a whole new, a whole new uh, fan base out, out of a, a different group of fans. Right. And, and I could see the owner and management of Brooklyn. Like if, if money's not an object, cause it never is in the NBA, I can understand their thinking of taking this big swing and siring Steve Nash and getting uh, Durant and yeah. and Nutbar and Beard to uh, to play basketball for him because it's it's a chance because Jim Dolan 
the owner of the Knicks don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're not usurping me. Like if if the Knicks were to win a championship, they would be the biggest team in New York. But they don't care. Like Dolan doesn't, doesn't care. It, it matters. All he cares about is money, and he owns MSG. Yeah. So like, what does he do? Like like all you know, he like if, does if, is. If, like I, I, I'm a Yankee guy through and through, and I'm telling you right now that if the Knicks won a championship, they would be the they would be the biggest dick swingers in New York City, and it, and it's not close. Yeah, I, I agree close. with that too. Like the fans in New York just they want, love the Knicks. They want the Knicks just to be competitive, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, the, no, never crazy. mind winning a championship because in those those Ewing years with uh, Pat Ewing and John Starks. Well, and, if it wasn't, if uh, was wasn't it, for a certain guy who wore number twenty three in a red jersey, they might have they might have won one or two, right? It's those were <laughs> right. Those Eastern Conference Finals with the Knicks and Bulls was awesome. Basketball. You know, that's when basketball was fun. Because <laughs> you, you, you had less, you had I wouldn't say less athletic, but I'm, for lack of a better term, you had less athletic guys. You had some, you had some, yeah, you had some, some grit grinders out there, and it was rough and tumble and everything else. And basketball uh-huh. was something else back then. It was a, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, every, uh, glory days they'll pass <clears> by, like we like we always talk about. But man, those days were something else. Like and there was fun to watch, and that's when I watched. But mind you, that was like in the late eighties, early nineties, right? Yeah. Like we're talking ninety one, ninety two. I think it's like a it was long time. Ago. It was so fun to watch. God, yeah. that was fun. Back. I guess no, that was more mid nineties. I'm thinking first was uh in the late eighties was uh Magic Bird. And then we had the Pistons. The and Pistons then, who were rough and tumble and everything else. And then yeah, we had man. Jordan and, and everybody. Yeah. It was better. Better. Yeah, I think I think it was better hundred percent. No doubt. The, anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Get some morality people like me and Dave have here at the the uh the fourteen twenty sports bar. Anyways, the fourteen twenty <laughs> sports bar podcast, four beer sports talk and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code one four two zero pod at at seatgeek.com the seatgeek app today. Save twenty bucks, which gets you a beer. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna write a letter. I'm gonna say SeatGeek, hey, come on now. That ain't even two beer anymore. They should have a two beer. <laughs> two a beer coupon. A coupon, a voucher for two free beers. That's a good idea. You should write a letter. I'm gonna write a letter because that don't cost anybody anything. There Everybody wins. Dave's gonna write a letter. To see I'm gonna write a letter. Oh goodness, I'm sorry. I got a frog in my throat. Let's take a break and I can clear that frog. There we go. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Before I get going here, I want to thank uh, Joe McFarland from the Alberta Dugout Story for having me on his podcast today. We talked a little bit of baseball, talked some umpiring, talked Alberta baseball. It was really, uh, it was fun to be on the other side of the the, uh, the spectrum, sitting uh, sitting back and answering questions, not really having to uh, 
think of things. It was you know, it was great to be on the show. It's going to be out there later on this week or next week. I'm not exactly sure we ever talked about it, or maybe it won't even get out. Who knows? No, Joe, <laughs> Joe, thank you. It was it was very it was very good to talk to you today. We have some uh, some thoughts and plans to do things in the future. Thank you very much, Joe, for Alberta Douglas stories for having having uh, having me on the show today. Talk a little bit a little bit uh, about baseball, Dave. The uh, on Tuesday, I think that's how much it matters to me. I think it was Tuesday. The Gold Glove Awards were given out. Is there a bigger bag of who gives a flying fuck than postseason awards? I would say no. But you know what? <laughs> well, good talk. <laughs> when Jasper and I were watching um, uh, the game tonight earlier on, um, Pena, that's my favorite Astro. He's a rookie and he won a gold glove at shortstop, Dad. Like, no one ever. My kid knew that he won a gold glove as a rookie shortstop. You know, that, that that makes my heart smile then that that, that younger generation actually follows that. Maybe it's old man get off my lawn, I don't care. But when young kids are 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 watching that and realize that, that makes my heart smile a little bit that there are there are kids who are still watching baseball and know what the gold glove and actually even know what Rawlings is cuz a lot of people don't even know what Rawlings is anymore cuz there's so many different kinds of of, uh, of of gloves out there. So that makes my heart smile a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was really good because, you know, I knew we were going to talk about this. And he told me something I didn't know while we were watching that baseball game tonight because he's cheering for the Phillies because um, uh, he believes the Astros are dirty cheaters. And uh, he may or may not have a point. And he goes, ah, Bregman, I hate Bregman, which led me to bring him on tonight. But when uh, Pena was up to bat, he goes, oh, dad, like he – he won a gold glove as a rookie. And, and you know, that was that was kind of cool that, A, he knew something about baseball that I did, like, of what's going on. And yeah. and and he's engaged, and it, and, it, and it gave him some joy. And then he knew Pena was his favorite player on the Astros. No, I, what, what's even better about that? And, like, he, he said he went to the, the store there and bought some gloves, and we were burning and wrecking them <laughs> and everything else. So that, that, that tells me there is still some hope for humanity because if kids are watching baseball, that's, that's very important. So that's a good thing, even if for all the, 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 the some different reasons. That, that's, that, that's good because I I just think that a lot of those awards, and I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be so pessimistic, but it, it's, it's clickbait, I guess, of what it is. But does other than maybe the guy who wins it, his parents, his accountant, and the agent, do postseason awards really matter to anybody anymore? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. 
Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. I don't think so. Uh, the MVP, the Cy Young, obviously get a lot of run. Um, but like uh, as far as, you know, triple crown winners, like it's almost now, I wonder if they're going to change the criteria of the, the, the triple crown. Is it is it not any more uh, batting average home runs in RBI? Is it going to become on base percentage home runs in war? Or what, or is it like, or slugging percentage or something ridiculous? Like they might change that criteria. I I don't know because, you know, it's not like there's an award for, for a triple crown, but I can, I can see agents making it into a thing so they can now bring this into the next contract negotiation. I I kind of fail the stakes. I, I, I'm fairly certain back when the season first started back in, in March there, I was going to, I made a promise to, to me and you and to my brain and to the, our listeners that I was actually going to figure out what war meant. And like, I know it's wins above replacement, but I still don't. And I, I watch <laughs> baseball and I, I am part of baseball. I got a lot going on and I still don't understand why it's a thing and what it, I don't, I don't. And, and not, okay. I'm not a dumb person. But when I don't care about something, I don't care about something. Like it's 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 you you win or lose, you get a hit or you don't. I I I one hundred percent hear you. Like I I goodness, it was about a year ago, and I found a book today. Um, it was it, that explained hockey analytics. Oh fuck! And I was like, Jesus, this might as well be fucking Greek. Like, I, I don't want to understand it. If it's going to be this much hard thinking, I thought it was going to be a nice read and, like, it was going to explain it to me, like, how Jack climbed a beanstalk. No, it was more how fucking Einstein figured out relativity. Jesus. Like, it was a nerd book. It wasn't a sports friend book. And, and the, uh, the one that I heard, I can't remember where I heard it was, was uh, and I, I'm going to shorten it, was Possible Goals. Well. They're all possible if you shoot the puck towards the net. <laughs> yeah. Possible like, goals. Possible goals. All right. Maybe on high score, high, high chance scoring opportunities. Like who's a judge? Like, like at the end of the day, 90% of these stats are arbitrary in hockey. Oh, like, I, like I get it. We were talking about baseball, but now we're talking about hockey analytics. Like just <sighs> fuck. Like, we're letting people that don't care about the sport dictate how the sport is going to be played and coached. Like the, 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 the best thing, like I, I know you're, you're not a, as much of a fan as I am, but I know you, you have a, a respect for John and Susan, the Yankee broadcasters on the radio there. And, and you, you like a, a, a radio broadcast of a baseball game. And like when, when John Sterling, who's 83, 84, 85 years old, whatever he was, when he when he says I don't care about launch angle, I don't care about exit velocity, either it goes over the fence or it doesn't. It's a base hit or it's not. Like you can hit it as hard as you want. If somebody catches it before it hits the ground, you're still out. Yeah, like, it, it doesn't much matter. Like nobody, like the, one of the greatest home runs in Yankee history was a was basically a blooper over over the green monster that Bucky Dent hit in 1977. What was the exit velocity on that? 
Nobody cares. The Nobody that, cares. The hit that ended the Blue Jays season was a blooper. Yeah. Three Blue Jays were all collided done. and went in the hospital still to this day. Exactly. Like, you know, and what was the exit and launch angle about that? Like it was bat the balls, puck in net. Like that's the stuff that matters. I, like, yeah, like balls sure, in play. Like sure, right? like we talk about all the time how me and you were getting a little bit up there in age and everything else. But I, I'd like to maybe, maybe one day we'll get uh, Jasper on the show, just to him and his buddies, maybe and we'll and say, what do you guys when when you guys talk about sports and talk about baseball? Because Jasper's a baseball guy, he likes it a lot. I, I see it. I see the passion in, in his eyes when he talks about it, and he's he's got the hats. I see him in the ballpark here and there. Um, at Spitz, and he likes it a lot. I'd like to sit with a kid and hear what he thinks about Evo and those kind of things. You know, I'm, I'm happy that he talked about the Gold Glove Award winner because that's that's nice. But I'd like to hear what younger kids, like young young kids, think about that because if us old guys don't understand it, how's a kid who's 12 years old gonna understand it? Well, you know, like I said, he, he's picking up on stats and things that I don't know because he, like, whatever. Like, as a kid, I get it. He has more time to to dedicate to to his baseball cards because he's he loves collecting baseball cards and he loves playing baseball. And and, and that's his thing. And he also, he's uh, going, he's in uh, career mode in MLB the show on Xbox, right? Yeah. So he has everything downloaded. He knows all the stats. He has all the baseball cards of he has a team of um historical players. It's really quite cool. Um how how that that's where he gains most of his knowledge from Major League Baseball, I'm sure. Um but nonetheless it's knowledge. It's knowledge. And speaking of old men shaking their fists at the clouds, how the fuck have we not talked about that shutout that uh, Houston threw last night? Well, we did with with your with your son. Uh, it's the shutout, the perfect game, or the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the no hitter, <laughs> the, 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 the no hits. It was it was Philly not getting a hit. That's all that was. Those, oh, those, those combined, those combined no hitters don't get much much play from me, because I mean, yeah, it's impressive when you get four guys who can put it all together and, and do it. Because, like I said before, when you get uh, multiple people putting their hands on something, because human beings find a way to screw things up, uh, it's it's impressive that four of them could do it. But when you get four guys who are just throwing steam and everything else, and analytics comes in into play, I it's, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a, a okay. Here it is. It's not an athletic endeavor. It's a front office endeavor. Does that is that a good good analogy? Here's now. I, I understand exactly what you're saying on an analytical thing, but here's now me talking about a fan of the sport, and I can't believe Dusty Baker. Well, I can. You do what you're told, otherwise you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because there's no way Dusty Baker in his heart wanted to pull that kid. You have, a, you have a five-run lead. You pitch until someone gets on base. And that's I was like was watching the game last night. I was texting back with fan, a friend of the show, uh, Moose, there. He's not a big friend of the show. He kind of gives me shit about the show a lot, a lot of the time, but whatever. <laughs> a critic of the show. At least he listens, which is nice. But uh, he 
he says, well, I get it because, you know, winning a championship, he, then this guy's available in game seven if it goes there. And I get it, but man, oh man, you got a chance to be a part of, of history, not a, a a subset question about who were, who were the four guys. You're like, robbing like, me as a baseball fan for a like, chance to watch history. Don now, Drysdale, and that's that. That's it. Like, uh, uh, like the trivia question, Don Larson. But uh, oh, Larson, like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so now the trivia question is: Who are the four Astros pitchers? I couldn't name them, and the game was last night. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like a it, joke. It, it it annoys the shit out of me. I mean, Dusty Baker is such a historian. Like they last when the World Series first started, they called him the Forrest Gump of baseball. He's been in in a lot of a lot of situations. Like he was he was on deck when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record. He was a manager for the Cubs when the when the, with the Bartman thing. He he was he's been here. His son his son was the kid that got picked up by his belt his belt loop uh, in in San Francisco. So yeah. all like. They're, Baker's been a part of a baseball history for a long time, and he could have been a part of something really special last night. And yeah, there's no way that Baker Baker pulls that guy as a baseball guy. If 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 it was his call, there's no way Baker pulls him last night until he gets a hit, especially no the, especially the five run lead. There's no yeah. way. And that's what I don't understand. Like even the nerds and whatever. Well. One base runner, one base runner, one guy gets to base and you're gone. Mm -hmm. Throw it, kid. Pop, chase history. Put your name up there. And then that was like you're robbing people. You're not pulling fucking Bryce Harper uh, in the ninth inning for someone that can hit better. Like it, 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 it's bullshit. It pisses me off. It really kind of pisses me off that something like that. One yeah. nothing, and if he's been struggling, and he's and he's been walk a up, couple guys, you got to win the game. I I would get about a five nothing game. I don't. I, it's and still throwing gas, right? Like uh, annoying. Yeah, it's uh, we've we done that for a while. Pissed me off, but anyways, no, I was I was disappointed as a baseball fan last night. I mean, I, I don't got a I don't got a horse in the race or a dog in the fight with this one. Uh, it's been it's it's been a it's been an okay World Series. There's been a the one comeback. But the, the other games have been kind of blowouts. We got a close one tonight, but um, I, it's it was disappointing to see him pull to to, to pull the kid last night because that that uh, you, you don't know how long that kid's career is going to last. He might not get another shot at that again because one a, a Tommy John or two later, and that's it. And that was his one shot at glory. Now he's uh he's part of a trivia question was who are the the, the four kids, and I don't know who they are. I, I yeah. don't know who they are. No, you know I've already it, forgot. And you know, you know, and, that, and that's and that's because of them now. Like when I say them, the analytic people, front like, office, the nerds, yeah, the they, analytics, you, everything else. You put that name now up in up in history, like with postseason no hitters. Okay, well, and we'll and this we're kind of running, but if let's just say if. Whew. Is the kid who was I still know his name? Um, if the Astros lose in six, is that kid gonna be like, man? I was pitching a no hitter in the World Series, and they pulled me, and we still fucking lost. You know what I mean? Like that—that—that—that'll be. 
it's got it's not gonna it's that that would weigh in a guy for a long time. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, he he proved he can push big in the biggest situation, and that's what the that's what people signing contracts care about. So he did his job there, right? He showed that he can pitch under pressure in the biggest of situations. And this is the second time this kid has been part of a combined no-hitter with the Houston Yeah, they did, they did it against the Yankees back in June. I know all about it. I know. Well, I and know I did, no, and I'm not, I'm not oh, saying that to rub it yeah. in. It, it happened to the Yankees. But this, so this is the second time this kid has thrown a perfect game. Like, and when you read all those stats about Nolan Ryan, I, I don't remember, but it was something like he had – 20 games he's taken a no-hitter into the seventh game. Uh He had seven no-hitters. Three went, three or four went to the ninth. Another five or six were the eighth kind of deal. Yeah. I watched that Nolan Ryan documentary on Netflix the other night. Unbelievable. Uh, I'll, say, I'll, 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 I'll watch it. Oh, uh, and then we can talk about it. Such together. a I beast of a human it. being. Like just a beast. Oh, <laughs> but nonetheless, it's, yeah. it's just one awesome. of those things, right? Like, Different time, different place, but like, what are you saving him for? What do you say? It's it's such a different mindset that the NFL has with their players, right? Like all the the major league players want to save uh, franchises, want to save um, the pitchers, protect their young arms. Whereas in the NFL, it's just like, let's see what he got. Let's give it. Let's let's fucking run him to the red line for three years, and if he's good, we'll keep him. If he's not, he's done. Would you think that was a saving him or saving him, saving the kid's arm, or was it saving him for a game seven? That I don't know. And if he, like, what's does, your thought? If it does go to game seven, he better get the start because I don't know. Like, fuck off. That kid can pitch. My boy plays baseball. He's throwing the ball every fucking other day. And then when he's not at baseball, he's throwing a ball with his buddies in the summer. I agree, man. Throw right? It. Like, because you know what, Dave? You know what, Dave? And I've said this before. I said it, I'll say it again. Every one of these guys gets hurt. Every one of them gets Tommy John. So don't I? I wouldn't save them. You pay these guys nothing. They're, you pay this. You sign them out of Dominican for ten grand or twenty grand, like nothing, like actually nothing. I'm not. I'm, I'm not being anything. Right. They, they sign these kids for nothing. They pay them until their arms blow out. The odd guy makes 30 million bucks a year. And then that's it. And, you know, weightlifters, anything like, you know, any, any sports athlete, you know, the day after you're lifting weights, you're sore. The day after you throw, you're sore. But that's your body. Nolan Ryan was throwing footballs. You don't think that fucker was sore after throwing 135 pitches? Fucking race. He was sore. And do you know what he did? He waited two days threw and, threw a high, and then threw again. That's what you do. Like, that's like, I I don't. I mean, the there's body, sports like, science, and everything else. I, I get that, but that we don't know about here because we're, you know, get off our lawn, old man now. But I don't get it. I don't no. get it. Like, the way it takes away like, a, a legacy, a legacy moment. The, the, it's, it's changed the game. I don't know if it's changed the game for the better, but it's what it is now. And I, 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 I do think one day it's going to turn back. I, I really but, do. What blows me away is like baseball is more concerned about a, a kid's arm than NFL football is worried about a man's head. Well, that's another, that is a right? whole other podcast for another day, my friend. That's, <laughs> that is something else. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Make sure you guys uh, tune into our YouTube channel. Uh, we got different little clips going on there. We got some, I'm working on some stuff for some, uh, for some clips and some blooper reels that are coming up for real soon because there's 
some stuff that doesn't uh, doesn't make the air. So when you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll see all those things. And um, oh yeah, Manscape one four two zero skate at manscape.com today. Almost forgot about that. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to BetUS.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from pro and college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on all our on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Make sure you place all your college football wagers and all your man Super Bowl all your futures parlays everything you got at betus.com today uh Dave one thing we started doing about two three months ago and we probably should have uh, been keeping uh, track on this for nozzle of the year and we can have a bracket at the end of it but uh nozzle of the month Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And this one is going to surprise you for me. I got a nozzle, and I didn't think this would ever happen in in my lifetime because I, I he's one of my favorite athletes of all time. Uh, he's your favorite shortstop, actually, of all time. But I'm going to give the nozzle of the month to Derek Chesterfield Jeter. Uh, I'm not a bit. It, <laughs> Jesus, I love the guy as an athlete. And everything else, and as a Yankee, and and you know he gave us a shot at being an ownership with ownership in in Miami, but that commercially's got going with his family and the way with Adelac or whoever it, I don't even I don't care who it's with. It makes me feel like, dude, can you just not like? Can we just have? Can 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 I can we just have our thing? Do you have to sell out every last piece of your fucking soul? Like it's it's more. I, I'm sure there, there's there's worse things in the world, but for me, um, it just it, it it just screams like I am going to get paid for every last, and then to have his kids in the commercial walking down the path and everything else. It's a bad look for a guy that I that I I hold in so, in such high high esteem. It, I think that doing it, him and his wife, I think it's a nozzle move, man. Do you know what? 
I don't. I wonder about that as well, and like, what is his, like his his motivation cannot be financial. It's it's no, like, there's no chance it can be financial. It better not be. I think it's ego driven because there's now Yankee fans that are like his kids' age that don't know him to see him. It's a it's a matter there's of Yankee, about being rebellious. There's Yankee fans who I sit beside at Yankee Stadium who were not alive in '96. Right, they they, so they know, you, they know you number still two. Know Jeter, and they know, but like he's he 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 was so great, so for so long, and so recognizable. But now he's not physically recognizable, and that must bother no, him a little bit. I give and, and, I and, give and, Jeter. Like you, you call him. I usually call him Sanderson. You call him Chesterfield. He's Derek Chesterfield Jeter. He's my nozzle of the month. Like I, I think, it, I think it's 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 off putting. I think it's shitty. I think it's I, I don't. I it's 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 nozzle. I, it, him and Katy Perry nozzles. Whatever. It's beneath him. Yeah, it's beneath him. And don't do it. You're like the captain, motherfucker. It puts a sour taste in my mouth for like for now that I'm old man. I'll get off, get off my lawn, right? It, it yeah. Puts sour taste in my mouth. Derek Sanderson Jeter uh, gets my nozzle of the month. Who do you got? Well, um, we talked about it earlier on. Um, Kyrie Irving is a fucking headache. Good God, that guy is a headache. He was a headache as a flat earther. He was a headache as an anti-vaxxer. He was a headache because he couldn't play with LeBron. He was a headache because of this. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know how good someone has to be at basketball to have that motherfucking headache be a part of my team. You sign him and you have fucking... No idea. Like any, if I sign that fucker to be on my team, it's a game played basis. Like injuries aside, like if you get hurt at work, don't worry about it. But we'll you can find it. You can find an injury. Yeah, but you know, about, like right? now you're gonna open your yap about this, and then, you know, I don't follow basketball because this guy is such a fucking nozzle. Dave, it's almost at, like at a point where this guy is doing things to not play basketball. Like last year, it was the vaccine. The year before, it's this. And then now he, he says some things. I don't know if he believes them or not. It's almost like, how far can I push the envelope? How can I pretend to be the smartest man in the room and to not play? Like maybe the guy just doesn't want to play basketball. And he just says whatever he can possibly say, whatever he can dream up just to not play. Maybe he hates it that much. Maybe he's that much of a dickhead because money's no object. He's made how much over his career and he, he's, he's, get, he's foregoing how much salary that people would actually die for and kill for. Uh, like the guy is just a fucking idiot. I think it's, it's, it, notoriety is more important to him than being a, a Hall of Fame basketball player. Because he misses so much time with his asinine comments and 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 his stands and 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 inviting controversy, like he wanted out of Cleveland 
after winning a championship because he didn't want to play second fiddle to LeBron James. Like, I know your feelings about LeBron, but that, that, that title. I played LeBron until he told me not to play with him anymore, personally. Like, if I was a basketball guy, and I would say uh, I'll play on your team until you tell me not to play here anymore because I have a chance LeBron- to win a championship. Yeah. And, and, I, you, I, and I and might you, get a picture with you that I could sell on eBay or whatever the fuck. Like it, yeah. Like who the fuck do you think you are? Like you're you're awesome. You're really, 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 really th- good. Do you think he's a product of and he yeah, not absolutely nozzle of the month? We'll get off this in a second. Do you think he's a product of the TikTok Instagram um generation where impressions and clicks and the, and the like is more important because he's going to get paid and he's he's realized okay if i have this much money but like the the clicks he gets and the likes uh, do you think that's more important to him than than anything else like is I that have, is that like, is that is, is that a crazy thought i have no idea i have no idea what's what's important to him because you know what if he was wiring my house I would no one, no one outside of Lethbridge, Alberta, would even fucking know his goddamn name. So, just because you're all-world talent in basketball, the fuck do I care what you have to say about anything, anything besides basketball? That's it. You know, the only questions coming and, and to say, every and single- it's not, and it's not just basketball. It's a hockey player. It's baseball player. It's this. Right. It's this. It's that. Like just. Fucking, because there there was a controversy earlier on. This is just dribble the ball. Like, it's, it's all of it. Like just like y- yes, they, they do have a platform. I, I I get it to to be uh, social warriors. I guess for lack of a better term, which is fine. But, I don't care about that. But, but this guy seems to for all the wrong reasons, right? But when, just, when you put this shit on your social media, and then a reporter puts his mic in front of your face, asks you to explain your actions. Explain your actions, right? Like, we're, no yeah. one's telling you to stick to basketball. We're asking you to, to defend what you put on your social media. 100%. Well, it's not like it's not like what I say means anything. You have a hundred thousand followers, or one point five million followers. I don't know how many followers. I don't follow any fucking. We have two thousand on Twitter. Who cares? Yeah, no one cares. No one cares. And but you know when someone says. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Nozzle. Yeah. I. I went. We. We, we both went with New York athletes. It must be, say something about that. About that city. I went with uh, Derek Chesterfield Jeter. Uh, you went with uh, Kyrie Irving. Dave, you have a fun. Would you rather for me tonight? Well, um, I'm gonna give you a homework assignment. Okay. I had a bunch. I. I don't want to go overboard anymore. We had the nozzle. Um, I have a couple written up, and then let's deal with this on Monday. If you can get in a time machine, 24-hour period, where would, where are you going to go? So obviously, sporting-wise. Anywhere from the time of Jesus Christ to yesterday. Where are you going to go? And I'm going to give you some would-you-rathers, and then I'm going to ask you your ultimate where would you go? Okay. And think about that on Twitter for all our listeners too. Like time machine, anywhere, anytime. I can go to any game I want. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like, so here I'll give you, I'll give you what's, and this one's an easy one. Um, cause I'm not going to give you the good ones. Um, would you rather have been, um, in Edmonton to watch Wayne Gretzky score 50 goals in 39 games? Or would you have rather been in Toronto to watch Daryl Sittler score 10 points in one game? I would have rather. Because it's a regular season game. You didn't know history was going to happen. Gretzky scored five goals against the Flyers to score 50 goals in 39 games. I'd rather be in Edmonton at at the time of Gretzky because the, the, the stuff that you that was happening during that the, the Leafs have stunk forever, right? And, and, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, ten points is what it's 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 obviously a uh, an accomplishment. But with those Oiler teams, there was so, so much happening on a nightly basis for for a lot of years, like for a lot of years. And I actually got to go to a few games when my cousin played for the Leafs. <laughs> Hence. Uh, Go to go to Edmonton and watch a lot of games back in those those Gretzky days, and that town was rocking, like it was rocking in those days. And old you know, school rocking. Oh, and had like smoking cigarettes in the stands when you having were ten years old. Time. You had to go up to the top, right? Having a good time and everything else. So no, I think that one is a, is almost because. And then Gretzky and they were winning Stanley Cups the whole bit, and there was just a, a, a sense of a. It was it was almost a it was like a, a bar, the old Northlands Coliseum back in those days. It was crazy. You go downstairs after the game, which I had the the, the good fortune to do back then, and it, it, like, there was there was crap going on, man. And I was only 10, 11 years old. Like what the hell's going on down here? There's a picture I have with my cousin and he's got, he's got his arm around me. He's just, he has his arm around me because he's got a beer in his hand. Right. So it's, it's no, those other teams, man, that was, a, that was a rock show. Those guys were putting on a, a, a show every night yeah. for a very blue collar city too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. You, for, for our listeners who've never been to Edmonton, it's uh she's a different town, man, to this day. And back then it was real different. It's funny, you see old school pictures of uh the former Maple Leaf Garden and uh, and it's everybody like in a collared shirt and a tie cut yeah. type thing. But in Edmonton, it's like T-shirts and and uh, the, uh, jackets, the, and, uh, uh, the oil field tuxedo, boots, yeah. the GWG jacket, the whole bit, right? You Having bet. a good time. So no, a it was a lot uh, more denim than you know. I'll, I'll do I'll color. do a little research on that one. We'll revisit that one on Monday night. No, Dave, that's uh, that's a good one for sure. Uh, so I I have some written up, and then I'm going to ask you at the end of it, like what your ultimate go back in time is. Sounds good. No, that was fun, Jasper. Thank you very much for being on the show tonight. Get, Give it your two cents up on uh, Alex Bregman. Complete nozzle. We had a good, uh, fun show. Talked a lot, a lot of some deep stuff. Had some fun, fun chat. It was a lot, of, a lot of fun tonight, Dave. Uh, what's uh, what's your uh, big watch this weekend? What do you got going on? What do you think? Uh, my big watch this weekend. Oh shit! I had it. There was a there's a huge college game going on this weekend. Uh, Tennessee, uh, Georgia. It. Is that what it is? Tennessee, Georgia. Yeah. That's what it is. I like. I, I knew there was a college game I must watch, and that's it. Because you know we didn't get to it today. Like the the first time of the bowl polls is. Hey, out go ahead. Don't, we got time. Well, you know, and people get all like, oh, wait, oh, the first bowl poll. The first bowl poll don't mean sweet fuck all. 
Michigan hasn't played Ohio State. Georgia hasn't played Alabama. The the SEC, um, you know, uh, North Carolina, I have it written down. Their one loss is to Notre Dame. And they play in the same division as Clemson. And Clemson hasn't played Notre Dame. So what happens there? Does that, like, it's. Well, the thing is, is that. It bothers me so fucking You got Tennessee that plays Georgia on Saturday, correct? Yeah. One of those teams, two teams are going to lose, which will cancel out one of those two teams. So getting getting your, your dick all hard about it, I don't get it. One of those two teams is done as of Saturday night. And it's going to have to play Bama on the SEC championship game. On right? November the twenty the 30th or whatever date that is. Yeah, which is the winner of this game. So it's, it's kind of unfair that Tennessee and Georgia has to win two big games. Where's Alabama? Well, Tennessee might have to win three big games because they might have to go back to, to, to play Alabama again and beat beat them twice, right? So right, yeah, that, that's my point. Yeah, like it's it's ridiculous. So like, people they all all revved up, and like you said, the 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 Michigan Ohio State game, which is a big game on on uh, man, it's, we're getting so close to Thanksgiving Day week, and I got to book a trip. Uh, yeah, because that, that's such a great time down the state. So it's so I love it. I I love it. I love 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 American Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Like there's so many big games. Oh. Where, like you got all these undefeated, but of all these undefeated, you know, it looks to me like Clemson might be the one to sneak up the back door because they don't have to play anyone. They got a game against Notre Dame coming up, and then that's pretty much their their last. I'm, and that, and that means nothing because Notre Dame's not that good, right? Like right. It's, so Clemson, yeah. I don't think Clemson should be in there. That, but we can talk about it on on Monday when the when the uh, actually let's make a point on Monday night to to talk yeah, about said, college, some college, college football. football because I, I like it so I love it so much and it, it, it and the way not now that it means a lot and this guy beats that guy not be, beats that guy it means so it means so much differently now um, so. Monday, we're, let's, let's set some time aside. Baseball should be done by that point. The NFL is kind of at the, the point where we, we know what's going to happen, but let's take some time on Monday night to talk customers. Yeah, because like as I look, I just pulled it up. Clem, Clemson's ranked five, but both Michigan, Ohio, like all those guys we just Michigan, Ohio State, um, uh, Alabama, uh, sorry, Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, and Michigan are all ranked higher than Clemson. But so two of them, by default, are going to fall behind because they're playing each other. Everybody so one of them has to lose. So one of them has to lose. And then Alabama's right there at six underneath Alabama. I was sorry, underneath Clemson. And they get to play one of the teams, like either Georgia or Tennessee. It's every East. year, and it's so great yeah, how the math equations, how it all works. So I, I love it. It's, it's great. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself to you need your own. Keep your stick on the ice, and what else, Dave? No swinging at high pitches, Jimmy, please. Hey, have a great weekend, Joe. Thanks for having me on your show today, and we will talk to you guys again on Monday night. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 